It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day. All right, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, and as always, we thank you for downloading and listening and sharing with a friend and keeping us among your many options. Wherever you download the podcast, you can also get the Locked on NFL podcast. You can get a podcast uh, from Locked on about your favorite NFL team, other sports as well, uh, whether it's Spotify, Apple iTunes, Megaphone, uh, Player FM, wherever you might find your favorite podcast, and hopefully it's this one. Um, please, please, please go check out what we have. Without everything, we are nothing. All right, so coming up on today's episode, we are jam-packed, and we are going to be jam-packed for a while. Uh, yes, I know, the draft is over, but nothing ever stops in Redskins land, trust me. So here's the deal. Coming up on Friday night, May 1st, so depending on when you're listening, uh, hopefully you're listening before, on ESPN 730, it is the debut of the E60 Project 11 documentary with Alex Smith, his wife Elizabeth, uh, and his journey back from the awful, gruesome injury in late November 2018. And ESPN medical analyst Stefania Bell chronicled a lot of it. She was with Alex periodically over the last year and a half uh, and had special access. And ESPN put together this incredible one-hour documentary that is going to be gory at times, that is going to be cringeworthy at times, that's going to be heartbreaking at times. But it's a special glimpse into what Alex Smith has gone through, what his family has gone through, just to try and walk again, to save his life, to save his leg, and never mind, but he's still trying to play football again. So thanks to our pal Jay Soderbergh, uh, Pod Vader? I guess I'm allowed to call him that. I don't know. Uh, I think so. Hopefully, Jay doesn't mind. Um, he was kind enough to uh, offer up Stefania Bell to join us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast in advance of, again, the E60 Project 11 documentary on Friday night, May 1st. So... On Thursday morning, I caught up with Stefania, and we're going to play it in a couple of different parts for you here, because we want you to hear exactly what she has to say, and how she said it, and how she described this project. So part one, Stefania Bell, who chronicled Alex Smith's E60 Project 11 journey from January of 2019 through right now. 
as a Redskins reporter group, have only been able to talk to Alex one time, and that was at the very end of this past season. Uh, and he walked into the locker room, and he was terrific. And and I'm going to ask you a couple of things uh, about that. So, you know, you and the reason why this is so important is you've spent the time. You've worked uh, not from maybe a medical perspective, but, but you have lots of knowledge there, but you've spent the time, boots on the ground, with, in his recovery and rehab. What was the num- the most important thing that I guess you took away from this whole process? Is it just how remarkable it is that he's even able to walk, or is there something else? I think it's more about Alex the person, you mm-hmm. know, which really translates into the success that he's been able to have with his own recovery. You know, I'm from the Bay Area originally, so I have followed Alex's professional career arc since it began with the San Francisco 49ers. And I lived in Kansas City for five years, so I was particularly interested um, Mm -hmm. in the uh, time that he spent in Kansas City. So, you know, I've just been a fan of his, but I didn't really know what he was like in person. And you just assume, you know, the people who cover him get to know him a little bit. And as you said, he was terrific. And that, that one chance you guys had to talk to him um, after the season, I was surprised perhaps to find out he's just exactly like that uh, day in and day out. And it's one thing to learn that about a person uh, when things are good. It's another thing to find out that they're consistently that same Mm -hmm. person when they're facing and incredibly difficult road like he did you know always positive um some days were more difficult than others without a doubt there were challenges for him but it didn't change his uh outlook you know ultimately it was always a positive one it was always we're going to get through this he is incredibly focused and determined and i think people have been certainly teammates would probably have observed this before but to hear from so many people in the course of doing this about how Alex was always the hardest working person in the room. Uh, Alex was going to outlast everyone uh, when it came to a, a task or a skill. And we've heard that from the football folks, but mm-hmm. I would hear that from the people in the medical world as well. You know, he was the hardest working one at rehab and he wasn't going to take no for an answer. If they gave him five reps to do, he was doing 10, you know, it, mm-hmm. It's just the consistency of him. And I think that's uh, when you spend that much time with someone, you know, this wasn't one quick interview. It's really over a year and a half to see that day in and day out lets you know that that's who the real person is. Stefania Bell from ESPN, their injury analyst, part uh, of of this tremendous project on E60 Project 11 that'll debut on Friday night on ESPN. Watch ESPN. Make sure you guys check it out. I know you just mentioned a year and a half, 50 hours of original video, 40 hours of archival material that the ESPN editors put together. But for you, Stefania, when did you first start working with Alex and his family? Because the injury happened November of 2018, and I know there, you know, Obviously, he was in the hospital fighting infection and all that. When were you able to start working with him from a calendar standpoint? And 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 how much would you say, um, I, I guess, he's changed or improved from the time you started working with him? We started working together in January of 2019. Mm-hmm. And so he had just been home from the hospital a few weeks when we first met. 
and mm-hmm. we really started filming. I think it was the first weekend in February. So this was the first time cameras were on him. Um, and, you know, when I first met him, like I said, just a few weeks out from coming home from the hospital, uh, he, he looked like a guy who had been in the hospital. He was, he was thin. He was pale. Uh, he was still un- uncomfortable, you could tell. Um, mm-hmm. They had this big thing on his leg, you know, the cage that was uh, right. reinforcing the fracture. Um, getting around on a walker uh, with difficulty. It just really like somebody who was in the early stages of recovery. Uh, the last time I saw him, he was running drills at the <laughs> Washington practice yeah. facility. So, yeah. and, I mean, it, 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 the, the leap from one to the next, and obviously it didn't happen overnight, but uh, what was exciting for me is because we were checking in at regular intervals, I got to witness this mm-hmm. progress. And by not seeing him every day, but by seeing him every few weeks, I noticed the gains. You know, they were dramatic to me. And every time I'd say to him, oh, my gosh, look at you. Like, look at this that's happening. Look at mm-hmm. this. And especially as he started to get his muscle back and he was getting so strong, uh, it it was really something to marvel at where he'd come from to where he is. With all of the injuries that you have covered, dealt with, seen, observed, however you want to label it, and maybe it's a broad brush, is this the worst you've ever seen in terms of the, I guess, gravity and, and the reality of it? It really is. Um, I, in my work as a physical therapist, I worked in orthopedics and sports medicine. And, you know, it, it's really hard to compare injuries because for each individual, sure. what happens as a consequence of that injury and their particular circumstances, uh, it affects, it can impact their lives just as greatly, even if the injury is not technically as gruesome, et cetera. But I think um, in terms of the fact that he, could have died. You know, this this became a, a life-threatening situation. To um, the moving to the limb salvage uh, component of this, and trying to work back from a leg that had been really ravaged by the infection, I that was something different for me. And in the course of this, and and folks will will see it in the uh, show. Um, we traveled to San Antonio, Alex, got consultation with the San Antonio Military Medical Center because mm-hmm. his injury was so different from a typical sports injury. It was far more like a military blast injury, uh, the right. trauma that he suffered to his leg. And so uh, that that was just a completely different experience and a phenomenal one, uh, but really out of the norm, you would say, for uh, professional athletes. All right. Once again, that is Stefania Bell from ESPN, their medical analyst. And you just heard some of what she's going to continue to talk about with us here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, the debut of the E60 Project 11, Alex Smith Road and Journey on ESPN Friday night, May 1st. Uh, go check it out. We will have part two of our conversation with Stefania coming up next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. What's going on, guys? It's Chris Russell here, Locked on Redskins. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner when you're having lunch. 
Hell, when you're having breakfast. I love food. That's why, well, that's why I me. And that's why I love using Postmates. I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house. And if you smell what I'm cooking or not cooking, you know how important that is at this very time. They have Postmates Pickup which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Got a good wing place that I love. Listen up. Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens, 7-Eleven, and dropping it right outside the door. Just download Postmates on an iPhone or Android. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour for a limited time postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first 7 days to start your free deliveries download the app and use code locked on nfl that's code locked on nfl for $100 of free delivery credit for your first 7 days when you download the postmates app anything you need anytime you need it postmate it if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, once again, I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. Thanks for, again, downloading. You can follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621. You can follow the podcast at Locked Redskins. Also, you can download not only this podcast but others uh on spotify megaphone player fm uh, apple itunes and you can read more of my coverage on the washington redskins at redskinsreport.com videos as well and we will be incorporating this particular interview with stefania in this particular episode into a separate post as soon as we get a chance <laughs> lot going on in Redskins land, I can tell you that. But here's part two with Stefania Bell, ESPN medical analyst, and she, of course, heavily involved in the preview documentary, uh, or the debut documentary, I should say, of Alex Smith, Project 11 on ESPN. Wait till you hear some of what she's got to say here. Before I go too far, you know, Alex told us in late December there was no blueprint. What you just described, a military-like injury, uh, and him saying there was no blueprint for how to recover from this. Do you believe that uh, – I'm trying to th- – I, I guess the most delicate way of asking. Do you believe that there's a, a decent chance that he'll be able to return to play football because – of the progress that he's made, or is it so difficult at this point still? And I know you're not a doctor per se, but you have tremendous medical expertise. Um, do you think it's just impossible to know whether or not he'll ever be able to step onto a football field again? I, I think there's uh, I think there's two things that can be true. I think it's impossible to know right now because mm-hmm. uh, things are complicated by the current state of football. which is subject to the current state of the world. And in terms of the global pandemic we're dealing with, 
you know, had OTAs happened, we might have a better idea because mm. what if Alex was participating in OTAs? I can tell you, he's certainly taking every step uh, as and preparing as if he is going to be part of football in this fall. Mm. And I have seen nothing to suggest that that's not possible. So um, as far as as far as I can see, there would be no reason to suddenly change course from this path that he's on. That said, there are still medical clearances that have to happen, and we don't know what the outcome of those things will be. But um, as I've said many times as we're leading up to this, the one thing I've learned is that this guy is one of the most determined, most focused people I've ever met. And there, it certainly won't be me that says it's not possible for him to return uh, based well on said. everything I've Stefania, one last thing, if you don't mind, we really appreciate your time. ESPN injury analyst Stefania Bell with us again, project 11 E 60 Friday night, the debut on ESPN. Uh, there was, um, and again, I'm trying to be as delicate as I can. There was a lot of questions and concern about the medical treatment that Alex received in the immediate aftermath of, of this just gruesome injury. And I, I, again, I know you weren't there and I know you didn't perform any medical treatment on him, but from what you know, was everything, I, I guess, done in the proper protocol and was everything done the way it, it would match up in your medical expertise and in your eye, mind, or was there other things that could have been done that maybe weren't done? You know, it's um, you're, you're right. I wasn't uh, part of it, but I can tell you that um, that everything there was nothing was spared. Everything was done um, proactively and 100 percent in the way that it should be carried out in mm -hmm. terms of what you would expect for treatment of the injury that Alex suffered. He had an open fracture uh, on the field. And the minute you have a fracture like that, where the bone is has punctured the skin. Uh, you have now opened, as you can imagine, you have an open wound sure. on a dirty field with uh, when they did surgery, they pulled a piece of dirty sock out from inside his leg. Oh. I mean, once you create an open wound, the bacteria are introduced. Uh, it's why when we get a cut on her finger, that's even, you know, a little bit deep, we put Neosporin on it. I mean, these are, it, it's, is getting someone to surgery as quickly as possible so they can flush the wound and treat it and proactively administer antibiotics is the standard of care for that type of injury. And that standard was met. Uh, unfortunately, bacteria are microscopic and it's always the risk when you have an open fracture that you can develop an infection. And then the key is to address the infection as quickly as you can and throw everything but the kitchen sink at it. And again, that's what happened. And I think, you know, it's one thing for me to to say this based on the observations and I've, I've seen the medical reports. I've had access to Alex's medical reports now through this. Um, but I think if it's more importantly, if you look at Alex and Elizabeth and their relationship with the entire medical team, who they continue to have an incredible relationship with, I mean, they've really all become close friends. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very important to them that they that people see that they have every confidence in their medical team and nothing but gratitude um, for them and for their care. And so hopefully uh, people will 
take that away from watching the piece because this was really something that was important to Alex and Elizabeth. And um, I think if anybody were to be as fortunate as I was to spend the time uh, with their different members of the medical team and watch them with Alex and Elizabeth and how they orchestrated every possible opportunity for them to get the best care, including consultation with the military in San Antonio, I think um, there wouldn't be any question of that. Unfortunately, as is often the case, uh, speculation drives the day. And I've seen this both, you know, directly have been on the receiving end of that. And, I, and I've seen it, I've witnessed it in mm -hmm. other cases. And so sometimes when we don't know all the details, the potential for speculation uh, arises. And, you know, Alex and Elizabeth are relatively private people. And I think um, their hope was in documenting all of this, that the whole story would come out and people would be better informed. ESPN injury analyst Stefania Bell spent a tremendous amount of hours and time documenting Alex Smith's road to recovery. It's called Project 11. It's E60 Project 11. It'll debut on ESPN on Friday night. Uh, and there's also, you know, we've covered this. Uh, it, it's available in different forms. Uh, and we will continue, uh, you know, to cover this story uh, and his road to recovery. But nobody uh, chronicled it better than Stefania Bell and ESPN. ESPN. So again, guys, watch this uh, documentary debut, Project 11, on Friday night. Stefania, thank you so much. This was wonderful to catch up with you uh, and to get your expertise and your uh, opinion and your analysis and, and kind of your side of the story. Really appreciate you doing this. It's my pleasure. Thank you again so much for having me. All right, once again, that is Stefania Bell from ESPN. Thanks to Jay for hooking that up. Thanks to Stefania for joining us. Uh, just tremendous insight. I mean, if that doesn't pull at your, you know, your heart, I don't know what will, especially the part that, and you may have heard it, that just made me cringe is they pulled a dirty sock out of Alex Smith's leg. Yikes. 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 Um... Oh, I mean, that, 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 I don't know why that got to me so much, but it did. It did. All right, we'll come back and we'll wrap up the Locked on Redskins podcast with a couple of observations. Unfortunately, we're because we're so loaded uh, and this was unexpected, we're not going to be able to play all of the sound that we have from uh, part two of Chase Young and as well Antonio Gibson and Antonio Gandy-Golden, but that is still to come as well. We will wrap it up next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we wrap up the Locked On Redskins podcast. Let's wrap it up with a couple of quick hit items. Ron Rivera did three different interviews. Good Morning Football 
1067 The Fan, and ESPN, uh, I'm sorry, the Team 980 with my buddy Kevin Sheehan, uh, all in Washington. And he told different things to different. So here are the highlights quickly of what he told each one of those interviews. In the NFL Network interview, he said, look, it's no possibility at some point that Cam Newton could potentially be a Washington Redskin. He wouldn't close the door on it. On the interview with Kevin Sheehan of the Team 980, he said, and this was on Wednesday morning, he said that the Redskins, he had heard, he had been told that the Redskins had an opportunity to get a first-round pick at the trade deadline for Trent Williams last year. However... What he said was, and this is, again, where people just take off and start running, and and they're so excited to get a story, just saying. He said to Sheehan that he never actually said a deal was offered, okay? First of all, he wasn't here, so everything that happened is secondhand information, so we should start with that. Quote, there was an opportunity, from what I was told, last year, just before the trade deadline, he was worth a first-round pick. But for whatever reason, a deal was never done. That's exactly quoting Ron Rivera. Now, does that mean because he said he was worth a first-round pick that one was offered? Eh, No. Discussed? Potentially? Possible? Probable? Yes. But it doesn't mean... That he was that the Redskins were actually offered a first round pick, and if they were, and if the 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 thought process is make Bruce Allen look bad, this story would have come out long before. We all heard that they possibly were that New England was in Cleveland and all that. Listen, I've checked with multiple, 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 multiple sources. And just recently, and I've talked with other people that I trust very much, and I'll just leave their names out of it. And we are all in conjunction. We are all of the knowledge. We are all of the belief that the Washington Redskins were never actually offered a first-round pick for Trent Williams. Discussed? Yes. Possible? Yes. Opportunity? Maybe. Yes. But it never was Offered. There's a difference between offered and opportunity and being worth a first-round pick. There's a difference. There's a difference. And remember, Ron Rivera is the voice of the organization, but he wasn't here last year. So he wasn't firsthand. Now, he's getting his information, obviously, from a couple of different people, and that's what he should do. But he wasn't here. He was not here. All right, and the last thing that Rivera told the junkies on Sports Radio 1067, the fan of the radio.com app, the station that I work for, he basically said that Tuatunga Viola was not really an option. He hesitated, he paused, he said, um, no, in basically that voice. And he said he went exactly where they had him graded, meaning at number five. So you would assume lowest if he's not exactly right, was number four. But I would think Ron knew exactly. And I've heard, right, it was Okuda, Chase Young, Joe Burrow. I don't know who was in that top five group at four. Maybe it was Tua, but I think Tua was five, and that's certainly what Ron indicated 
uh, today. But the bottom line is, is he said, even though he paused and hesitated and thought about it for a sec, that they were not going to take Tua Tunga-Viola. And he very much praised Dwayne Haskins, especially for his two-minute huddle, uh, two huddle and offensive prowess in those regards. So, all right, so a couple of quick hit items. Um, again, we'll try and secure that audio and have that for you uh, as soon as we possibly can. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, thanks to Stefania Bell from ESPN for joining us and thank you for listening and downloading. Please tell a friend and share the Locked On Redskins podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Chris Russell. Have a great weekend if we don't talk before then. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.